Welcome to Real Life Moms. I'm your host, Lisa Foster. And Real Life Moms is a podcast that's all about moms having real conversations, sharing resources, and telling their inspiring stories. Our mission is to connect moms by talking about these topics that parents deal with every day and to continue these conversations in our Real Life Moms Facebook group, where we would love for you to become part of our community. And this week, I'm honored to speak with Abby Edwards-Hill, a mom of two busy boys, a middle school teacher who left her career at the height of the pandemic because she noticed kids were struggling physically and mentally. And she developed a program called Rad Kids, where it's a perfect combination of fitness, adventure, STEM, art, music, teamwork, friendship, and much, much more. Abby, welcome to Real Life Moms. I'm so thrilled to have you on today to share your personal story with us. And I love your story because I feel like, you know, in the pandemic, a lot of us had to just reevaluate ourselves and what we've been doing. And like personally for me, my mantra was, you know, in the peak of it, like stretch myself, learn something new, do something different and just come out better than when I went in. (laughs) And I feel that you did this actually, like you saw a need in the community, kids were struggling physically, mentally, and you decided to do something about it. Maybe just start, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Lisa. First, I want to say thank you so much for having me on and allowing me to share. And I love what you're doing for the community as well, especially for other women and moms. I think it's really inspiring and important. So I appreciate it. I do. No, really, it's, it's it's a really important platform. So Um, Yeah, so I had been teaching up through the pandemic um, almost 15 years, primarily in middle school. Ironically, I had been teaching online before everybody else did um, for the sort of the comfort of being able to be home with my young kids. And when the pandemic hit and everybody was online, I had already been there, done that. Um, But I was already seeing a lot of problems pre-pandemic with a lot of kids and their, you know, social skills, their emotional skills, their anxiety, their depression. And then when when things really got real, I, I really had to reevaluate like how I was serving my community, you know, serving my my own children, um, and the need to really just get outside and be mm-hmm. a kid. So that's, you know, kind of yeah. the background of my education and my teaching degree. Mm-hmm. And you also are very physical as well. So I you- am. Yeah. I'm very active. I became more active during the pandemic. Um, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. That's, a, that's a change. Well, yeah. I think for my sanity, I guess. Uh-huh. So I think that's, you know, where that came from for me. But yes, I've always been very active. I've We've been a very active family. So that wasn't so hard. So I knew that I could teach children and allow them the space to be themselves, be outdoors, and basically have as much of a normal childhood as they could during the pandemic and kind of go from there. So yeah, just started during that time and kind of growing. Okay, so you started something called, was it called Rad Kids at the time? Initially, it was called Iron Kids. um, But you know, I went through like a transition phase and renamed it. Um, Also, there is already an Iron Kids out there run by Iron Man. (laughs) So it wasn't really like my first choice. So yeah, so it went through sort of a rebranding. Um, but it, mm-hmm. it, let's see, I'll have been doing this program two years now come August. So it's almost two years. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit about Rad Kids. Okay. I'm going to call it Rad Kids. Yes. Rad Kids. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Rad Kids. It is. Um, Well, Rad kind of comes because a lot of people say that I do say that word, which I do, and it probably gets annoying (laughs) at a point, but it does stick. And so what I decided was Rad would stand for, we want our children to be resilient We want our children to be adventurous and we want them to be determined in whatever they do in life. So that's what RAD stands for. Okay. I had no idea, honestly. (laughs) I need to put that more out there. Uh Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that was sort of my intention. Like whatever sport you're doing, whatever, if you're, you know, like if you're doing dance, if you're doing um, track, if you're doing football, if you're doing art, music, whatever, be rad, be rad about it. So yeah, so basically that's what it stands for. And it's an outdoor enrichment and fitness program with Mm -hmm. the intention to support all kids um, in their physical fitness, as well as their emotional and social well-being. And of course, you know, in their, their brain growth and development. So I try to hit all the pillars in every class or camp. So these are after, I just want to clarify. Um, So these are after school programs, right? Well, it's morphed a lot since I started. So initially it was an after school program. So remember when the kids were in the pandemic, they were in online school for like half the day. And then they had like, you know, endless amounts of time after that, where they were basically doing nothing. So they would meet us at the park and we were allowed to work at the park because we were outdoors and spaced enough and all of that. So it was an outdoor after school program. Um, it still is that during the school year, but it is also morphing into more things like um, this summer I've been doing week long summer camps. So full on weeks of summer camp. Um, I've done adventure camps where I took a group of older kids up to a local I guess, activity area. And we camped and did an adventure camp outdoors overnight camping. It's becoming what it needs to become, I guess I should say. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome. And I see, I mean, I I look on your Instagram and I (laughs) see what you're doing and it's, it is truly amazing. I Mm, mean, you have things like yoga and like you're taking nature walks and doing experiments and like, I don't know, mountain biking, yep. like, like pretty crazy karate and music. I mean, I've even seen, yeah. I think you guys doing like combination things like where they're doing an obstacle course, mm-hmm. but they're like also drumming a beat in mm-hmm. the middle of it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You totally yeah. nailed it. Yep. Yeah. So, so cool. So tell me a yeah. little bit, how do you pick those things? <laughs> and what is it working on? Well, okay. So I guess because I am a teacher and I have that foundation of education for years, it's easy for me to sort of say, okay, <clears throat> I want kids to be able to be physically active. They need to be moving, um, but they also need to be learning. And we do know that generally speaking, kids learn better when they're active. So I try to sort of sneak in the learning. You know, I'm not a school, so I'm not trying to teach or push a particular curriculum. I'm really just trying to enhance and enrich what they are already learning in school. Um, So I, I always have a good foundation of what's going on, you know, in the elementary school, in the middle school, and I'll try to p- craft my classes and camps based on where what I know they're learning. And then I'll just kind of go from there. So for instance, when you mentioned the um, workout with the music, so I try to bring in people from our community who have talents that I do not have. 
So I'm, I'm good at teaching, but I'm not, I don't know how to teach music. So my, you know, I have a friend who's an incredible music teacher and she comes and she brings her drum and she teaches a music lesson. And so we are able to teach the kids, um, not only a great workout, like, Hey, this is how you, you know, build, you know, muscles in your legs. So you can be stronger in any sport that you do. But at the same time, we're now teaching you about rhythm and beat and how does a rhythm work and what does a beat sound like? And where's the, you know, so some kids may have never been even exposed to music yet. Um, mm -hmm. So it gives them a little bit of everything and makes yeah. them excited about it instead of just sort of sitting there, someone lecturing them. So they're interacting with it. I mean, what you're doing looks, um, looks truly just awesome. Aw, thank you. So how do you get the kids involved? Because you do so many different activities. Yeah. And to me, <laughs> watching it, sometimes I'm like, Okay, that's frightening. Like, I don't know, like, I, I would be having an anxiety attack yeah. as a child yeah. with some of the activities, because yeah. some of them are more intense, yes. right? Yes. But I see these kids, like, I mean, all shapes and sizes, mm -hmm. right? All abilities. Mm -hmm. And they're smiling, they're laughing, they're trying. How do you yeah. encourage, I guess, their adventure side for a kid who maybe isn't as adventurous? Right. Or like, yeah. how do you bring that out? Oh, that's a good question. Well, again, I think it does come back to my teaching background. Um, but I truly have always believed that all kids have a natural innate ability. You know, I do think we all are born with some sort of gift. Um, and that's just a matter of finding it. And a lot of kids will come to me with very little like sports background or athletic background. And so it is very intimidating for them when I'm like, okay, today we're hiking up that mountain. And they're like, what, you know, and yeah. it's scary for them. Like some of them have never hiked, let alone up a mountain. Mm -hmm. um, I don't give them much time to like, think about the fear. You know, we, we talk mm -hmm. a lot about overcoming our fears and taking baby steps and just what they can accomplish, um, little by little, but you know what, to be honest, like kids are resilient, like in rad, they just, once they get going and they see that they can do it, they really take off. Um, and it doesn't take much really, because they're also surrounded by great other peers and peer support and encouragement is way more impactful than honestly what I can do. So they're surrounded by friends who encourage them, who encourage each other, um, help each other through different, you know, fitness challenges or activities. And then I also have a really, um, which we can talk about later, I have a great mentorship and leader program mm -hmm. and the older kids are, you know, super important to that aspect. So, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's intimidating for them, but I think that's what's so um, important has sort of been lacking is maybe a kid wants to try a sport, but it can be very intimidating, especially mm -hmm. it's so competitive nowadays. So you, let's say you've gone through, you know, most of the elementary school and you haven't tried anything. Well, you know, you might be intimidated to go out for the soccer team. You might not know, like you're, you don't, you don't have the confidence. So I'm, I'm all about sort of being like a launching pad for kids to find what they need. No, that's great. Cause it's so true. It's like, if you haven't been doing by the age of five, you like miss the boat. Yeah, there's right? so much pressure. It's so a much lot. Pressure. Yeah, it is. It really is. And I think that having environments that are not necessarily team-based, yeah. right? Like yeah. where it is a camp, like yep. it's not like, oh, I'm going to play soccer mm -hmm. and I need to do it, you know, five times a week. Mm -hmm. I could just 
play soccer mm-hmm. and actually have fun with it yeah. without it being so competitive. Exactly. And sometimes they'll try something and they'll at first sometimes they'll whine at me like, I don't want to do that. I don't oh, Miss Abby, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, but you know, here we try everything. Like that's sort of my mantra. We try everything because we don't know until we try. Um, and typically they'll be like, wow, I really enjoyed that. You know, I didn't know I was going to like that so much. Or when are we going to go hiking again? Honestly, the hiking is probably the one thing that gets asked the most of the kids, which you would think they would loathe, but they actually love it. So Mm. yeah. So it's kind of surprising. Yeah. (laughs) I did love that. You said, I don't like let them think about it too much. Yeah. (laughs) Because I do think as parents were like, oh, it's okay, honey. You know, let's talk it through. Yeah. And then the anxiety just exactly. (laughs) I love it. Like, well, we just don't talk about it. We just go. We just go. I love that. Work through it as you go. Yeah. When I was growing up as a kid, I was, I had a very active family, but we were very much more of the outdoors. So I didn't do a lot of organized sports. And to be honest, I wish I had been pushed a little bit more, um, but there weren't a lot of options when I was growing up. Nowadays, there's just so many options for kids, which is incredible. But I think still what sometimes is lacking for younger kids when they're first learning who they are is just that confidence piece. Like, mm-hmm. all right, hey, I climbed a mountain. So you know what? I can play this soccer game. That's no big mm-hmm. deal. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And they compare themselves so much. Too. Yes, totally. Yeah. yeah. So having it more in an environment where they're mm-hmm. kind of cheering each other on is exactly. so important. Yeah. 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 I've had some kids in my program for two years now since I started. And, you know, it's really sweet to see their growth. And that's the other cool thing is it's not just a short blip in time. Like a lot of the kids have been, the kids that do the after school enrichment have often been with me for multiple months. And so they get to grow with me and grow together. And we get to talk about their progress. And like, remember, like four months ago, you couldn't even do a push up, and now you can do like two pull ups. Like, so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. There's like a more long term impact, you know? So, yeah. So you're seeing the physical growth, obviously. Yes. Do those push-ups. And are you also seeing that confidence or resilience as part of the rad grow as well? Yeah, exactly. That's the big piece, right? Is like helping them foster that resilience and Mm -hmm. determination. Like I'm not just going to give up on this, even though it's hard. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that definitely grows over time. And I think where I see it the most is when a new kid comes into our program and that kid is struggling, you'll see the other kids really cheer, you know, like, Hey, I can do it. I couldn't do it two months ago, but I can do it now. You can too. You know? So that's where I go. Okay. They're getting it. You know, they get it. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know you started to talk about this a little bit, but I love that you included the teens and tweens into your program where they get to volunteer their time. Right. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, totally. That was like kind of a blessing, like to just kind of came out of, out of it naturally. And it's honestly a huge piece of the program. I don't think the program would be, as successful or as meaningful without my older rad leaders, as I call them, because um, again, during the pandemic, I taught middle school. So I was very familiar with what, you know, teens were struggling with. Um, I think it was really difficult on them. So I had a lot of parents like, Hey, can my son come volunteer? And just like, I need him to get out of the house, you know, like, and Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how it started. Um, And little by little, I've just had incredible 
teenagers come out of the woodwork and sometimes their parents will force them at first, but then they just love it. And they're so great with the kids. They have like a different energy than I think adults have and that they know how to connect. They know how to encourage without discourage. Um, you know, they're very important to the program and they, they, I see their confidence grow because they're giving back. They're not thinking about their own problems. They're not dwelling on things. They're realizing their value, um, which I think is really important for teenagers to have is to have a purpose, you know, and have value. So are they like kind of like a counselor? Is that? Yeah, they come and kind of, they kind of play all roles, which we laugh Mm -hmm. about a lot because, you know, they do a lot of like emotional support when we have kids who have a meltdown or have a hard day or, you know, I had a kiddo have a panic attack like a couple weeks ago and one of the leaders like stepped right in and was like, Miss Abby, I got this, like, let me help and handled it beautifully, you know? So yeah, they, they do, they play that emotional support role. Um, You see it the most when we're hiking. (laughs) It's pretty funny. (laughs) Like we're coming up and going down. It's a lot of support that has to happen. Um, But also they're, they're also adding their own talent. So some of them are really great at sports. Um, Some of them are really great at music. Some of them are really great at cooking. So I've, I try to also, um, have them utilize their talents. So mm. they'll say, Oh, Miss Abby, I had an idea for a game. And oh, yeah, perfect. Like, let's play that game or uh, have them be in charge of groups. You know, you run the the field hockey today. And it gives mm-hmm. them the opportunity to practice leading and also yeah. corralling kids and working through all those things. So it's pretty cool. Well, it's such a good experience for them. And they probably feel yeah. so like empowered by it really just yeah. to be helping kids that are having a hard day, you know, yes. and making them feel, I mean, that's so rewarding when you make somebody feel better anyway. For like, sure. How often does a teen even get that opportunity? I know. To do that? Yeah. And yeah. I think when you're a teenager, your brain is going through so much growth as it is. It's just, we, we, I mean, you know, you're in that. Oh, realm, yeah. So, you know, but it's like, <laughs> their, their brains go through so much. I think it's also good for them, like not to have to think about themselves for a while, you know, which is like the teenage Mm -hmm. brain. So, um, it is really neat. And I love to, to see them grow through the program and they'll be like, Oh, you know, one of them recently, you know, I was going to go out for cheer and I was really encouraging her and, you know, she's really nervous. I don't think I'm going to make it, Miss Abby. What do you have to lose? Like, go out and do it. And I think because she was teaching the kids at the program, she got the confidence, like, you know what? I can do this. Um, oh, and she yeah. went out for the team and made it. And she's she's doing great. So it gives right. them confidence, too. So it's pretty cool. So what would you say is the most re- rewarding part of this? Um, You know, I keep coming back to the word community because I think – it, you know, it's like so cliche to say it takes a village, right? But it really does. And I think that the program allows people to feel part of something bigger, you know, with their own kids with, you know, when their kids come to my camps or my classes, like, it just feels like we're a family. And I think that's the most rewarding part is that we all get to like support each other. You know, it's, it's not just me, like it takes a community. I had really great support behind me from all my friends and family when I was starting this and trying to keep it going, you know, and figuring it all out. They were always super supportive. So it's really, a, it really is a community for sure. And yeah. just talking about that community, I mean, you left teaching, you mm-hmm. opened your own business as a mom um, yeah. during a pandemic, yeah. like, just throw that in. Right? <laughs> right. And 
And you have no idea how to do this, right? No, I've never run a business before ever. <laughs> I so, mean, now I have. Yeah. Now you're an expert. Yeah. Two years Something in. Something but... like that. Yeah. <laughs> Learning so, every day. Yeah. How did you do it? How did you make that leap to say, okay, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to open this business. So there came a point when I was, I was teaching full time and doing this program after school. So I was teaching all day, then rushing off to the park and teaching for another like two or three hours. And, you know, it became, it became a conversation in our household, like, okay, this is not sustainable. You know, obviously uh, it's a big risk to leave your teaching career, especially during a pandemic, you know, to leave your job. Um, but my family was so supportive and was like, you need to go for this. Like, it was like, okay, it's one or the other. I can't do both if I'm going to continue to grow this. So we made the decision as the family to, you know, allow me to take that chance. And, um, yeah, I just, I just put one foot in front of the other every day. I am learning. I have incredible mentors who also help me, who are small business owners who give me great guidance and advice. But yeah, it was a big leap of faith, but um, I definitely don't regret it. <laughs> and having those other friends who are business owners, I mean, mm -hmm. those are such important people. Huge. Just, yeah, connection is so important yes. to just, you know, take that step forward. How did you do it? Just like momming, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, parenting, yes. right? It's just like, yeah, I don't know. How do you do this? It's right. the same thing, right? Yep. Opening your own business. I don't know how to find people who do. And talk to those people, see what, you know, they did. How can they, I mean, I opened my own also, um, private practice. Yeah. And I, had a, I mean, I had friends help me do it for oh, sure. They kind of gave me the right paperwork and just helped me, you know, each step mm -hmm. when I had a question and, you know, those people are forever so important. Forever. Yes. And, and I think the nice thing is, is people are willing to help you if you're willing to ask, you know, where I get stuck up against the wall, like, well, how do I do this licensing? And now I have to get this permit. And, you know, how do I submit this proposal? But people are really willing to help you, especially if you believe, I think, in something and you're, you know, people know that you're passionate about it. They want to help you. So that's been really agree. Yes. And it's so true because I think people get afraid of either asking, oh, like I don't want to be your competition or yes. there's not enough room. Right. But, like news flash, right? Mm -hmm. You can do the same. You both can be having a camp and they can both be yep. successful. There's uh -huh. abundance. There are so many kids yes. that have to go to camp, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can have more than one and they can be great and you can both be helping each other. So that's that's mm -hmm. the beauty of it, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you actually touched on that because I, that is something that I have been really like discovering as a business owner. And I kind of knew in my heart, but I think there was an old way of mentality, sort of like, you know, your competition's your competition and this and that. And it just sort of felt like it was you against everybody. But instead, I think what's been great, particularly with the help of social media is collaboration. And yeah. I, I love collaborating with the other local businesses in my community, um, like having the um, self-defense instructors come out. They're a brand new business in the community. You know, I want mm -hmm. them to teach my students like what they have to offer and vice versa. So I think there's definitely much more of a better mindset when it comes to business and collaboration. Like it's not like there's, it is, it's not a lack mentality. It's like there's an abundance mentality instead of a mm -hmm. I'm competing against you type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I forgot who said it. I'm sure people are going to listen to this and say, oh, I know exactly. <laughs> 
but I, it was somewhere that said that, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot sell the same things, mm-hmm. but they're both very successful. Totally. And half the time they're next door to each other. Right. That's so true. You're right. And they've stayed in business to, for a long time too. For a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yes. you know, I think that abundance mentality mm-hmm. is what we need to think about and, for sure. and yes, helping each other out yeah. and by helping each other out, we are helping ourselves as well. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's good all around. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really neat too. Like, um, my friend who's doing the yoga classes recently, you know, she just got like super inspired to start really going after it, you know, and, but then it's also like we benefit each other because, you know, she also helped me out teach yoga to the kids and I don't know how to teach yoga to the kids. I mean, it wouldn't be very (laughs) flexible. I can tell you that, but, um, and so it's, yeah, I think I've really also, that has been one of the best rewards about this too, is just the growth, um, and the connection I've made with other local business owners in our community. It's just been really great. Now your dream is to expand. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) So what does that look like? That's a good question. I'm like in that right now, I'm in that phase of like, what's going to happen next? Because, you know, I would, my dream would to see rad kids in as many communities as I can, um, so that it can benefit kids. And I'm also like this next year, my goal is to open up a lot more scholarship programs for kids who might not be able to otherwise afford it. Um, I'm also working on, I'm now a charter school vendor. So kids who go to charter schools and might not normally get like access to PE or whatever can start utilizing rad kids as their physical fitness. So there's definitely a lot of goals I have and dreams for rad kids. Um, but yes, I'd like to expand. I'd like to continue to see it grow. Um, you know, with people who are passionate about helping kids, you know, I think that's really the trick. So yeah, I'm, I'm in that right now. (laughs) Good. I mean, it's always good to think and dream and expand. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the way to go. We want to, we want to grow. Right. Right. It sounds like your program is very unique in the sense that because it intertwines so many different mm-hmm. things. Yeah, it's been neat. Like recently, I've had a lot of great conversations with other teachers, mostly even moms. Like there's a there is a big I don't know how it is out where you live, but here in California, there's a huge um, charter school sort of conglomerate. Um, and so there are like these groups of people that are getting together and like, okay, how do we serve our kids and our own community. And so um, I've had a lot of people reaching out to me like, Hey, I really want to start a rad kids in my community. Like, how do I do that? You know? So um, that's what I'm working on now. <laughs> yeah. You need to franchise. I know. I know. And now <laughs> here comes my next business <laughs> education. Yeah, exactly. You need to yeah. franchise and then create little rad kids all over, yeah. not even just California. So okay, <laughs> so many great ideas happen on Real Life Moms. We've had some really good it. next ideas. So here, this is, I'm putting my hat okay, on. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I do want to encourage people to reach out because I am looking for, I think you would know if you, if it's something that you'd want to do, like you really genuinely have to like kids. Like I, that's something for me. I'm kind of a kid at heart. Honestly, I probably am. And so I'm active with the kids. I don't just tell them like, okay, you're going to do 10 jumping jacks. Like we're doing jumping jacks together. We're hiking together. Like I'm going to practice what I preach. Like if I'm going to run an experiment, I'm going to do it with you, you know? So you, it really would have to, I want it to, to grow in a way where 
whoever is leading the rad kids are passionate about helping kids mm -hmm. first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. Cause nobody wants somebody like, okay, go hike that mountain. And then kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that doesn't feel good. I don't think you can hike a mountain, but even the jumping jacks, you know, yeah, you just want to be mean, fun and passionate about it. Yeah. I mean, I even do. So I work with kids. Um, I'm a pediatric physical therapist. Right. And I work with kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. I come home sweating all yeah, the time because awesome. I am also jumping jacks and other <laughs> just physical activities. Although some I'm getting a little old for and I'm like, okay, I yeah. Gonna have to do 10 but i'm only making it to five <laughs> that's why i have the teenagers they help me yeah. a lot i'm like okay guys take over <laughs> they don't give me a teenager but i might need have one. to ask for you one. might need one yeah <laughs> we'll have to do some sort of collaboration lisa for sure yeah. so what message do you want to let the listeners know yeah i that's a really good question i think that well there's a few things I would say first and foremost, if you have a passion and you have a dream as cheesy as it sounds, like really just don't give up on it. Um, I just want to like convey consistency over time. And, you know, especially as a mom, when we're so dedicated to our children and our families, it's kind of easy to put yourself by the wayside, but I think it's important to really continue to have your dreams as you grow. So yeah. I think that's really important. It's just, and that sort of, I hope that passion sort of translates to the kids too. Like, Hey, you have a dream, even when you're five, six, seven, you know, a teenager, mm -hmm. like something inside of you knows that that's what you're supposed to be doing. So follow that. Path, yeah. You know, I think I would I, be further along down the road had I listened to that voice years ago, but it is what it is, you know, and I'm not, I'm grateful for where I'm at with it. I just, I would like to convey that message sooner to people. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to say dream big. Like, yeah. I feel that, you know, I'm a big, um, you know, the universe, whatever mm -hmm. happens, you know, you know, put out what you want in the mm -hmm. universe. I, I practice that all the time, but the problem I personally have is dreaming, right? Yeah. Like my dreams are small, mm. you know, they're like, God, I wish I had a cup of coffee. <laughs> Something <laughs> just, I'm just saying small. Yeah. It's like so important to dream big because yes. you want a goal that's almost a little bit yeah. unreachable, it just is. a little bit, right? Yeah, a little bit out of that comfort zone because that's where the, the gold is. That is. is where things just really come together yeah. and and just life starts. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm with you, Lisa. And I feel the same way. I think it's all about to our mindset and you know, what, where we put our thoughts and our ideas. And then it, what I have been enjoying is along the journey when I have these successes, I, I really stop and I look back and I go, wow, three months ago, I didn't even think that was possible. That's pretty cool. You know, so give yourself credit when, you know, there's going to be moments where it's challenging. I've had many moments after leaving my career where I'm like, what did I just do? What, what am I doing with my life? Um, but most days I feel very grateful and very happy and very excited. And that just keeps me going, you know? So I think we all have that for sure within us. Yeah, I do too. And I, and mm -hmm. I like the thought that you know, if you really sit down and you're just like, I am not happy. Yeah. You know, like I go to work and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to be there. You know, not that I like my job. Right. Yeah. Uh, but if you are, then I, I think we need to think bigger. And mm -hmm. I think we're so much more capable. And just because we have kids that yep. really count on us, 
doesn't mean we can't do more, you know, okay. and, and it, it doesn't mean we also have to wait right till, yeah. till the right moment, because you know what? These kids need us all the time. I mean, I have teens. <laughs> you think it would get easier? No, we're still dealing yeah. with meltdowns, right. and like sadness yes. here or there, or drama. Yeah, I mean, it's still there. You're still on, so the time does not come. So yeah. I wouldn't wait for the time. I would just say, like, okay, dream big and move forward. If you're exactly. not happy, exactly. No, I 100% agree with you. I think dreaming big is a great mantra. And you're right. There's no, that was the other thing I was, I was watching some video clip today and there is no perfect time to start a business, you know, and it is easier to to steer the ship when it's in motion versus when it's just sitting on the ground. So you might as well just get going, you know, and Mm -hmm. otherwise you're just going to keep waiting. And I had that, I had that mentality for many years where I would sort of start something and then I would stop because I would get scared or I'd get overwhelmed. And I think maybe too, that's the value of as you get older, you're like, well, what do I have to lose? You know? so, <laughs> I mean, I do, but I don't. But yeah. you know, you you can take those chances and you build enough confidence. But gosh, I sure wish I had known that a little younger in life. So I try to always convey that message to my my students, to my leaders, to the kids, like, Hey, you know, it's just start now, whatever you have to start now. And you never know. So yeah, you never know. So what has been your favorite parenting resource? Mm, Good question. Um, gosh, there's so many. I mean, I love podcasts, honestly, and I've loved listening to yours. I've really enjoyed it, especially the last couple ones. And the last business owner that you had on was awesome. (laughs) Really inspiring for me too, you know? So, um, yeah, podcasts are huge for me because as you know, like you're busy, I don't have time. Like I need to just listen to things, um, a lot. I have worked with, um, this organization called Wonder School the past two years. They've been the team that's helped me with my enrollments and all my, you know, the nuts and bolts, I would say, of a lot of the registration stuff. Um, And they are a great resource. They have a lot of um, really wonderful outreach and support for parents and and moms and business owners. And Oh, is that just where you are? No, they're, yeah, they're nationwide. Yeah, they're nationwide. They kind of started out as like a daycare only sort of online platform for the CEO is great. He's like all, he was all about filling a need for kids having better access to daycare. Um, And then during the pandemic, they sort of saw like, oh, you know, there's this need for sort of forest schools, which is kind of like what I fall under, I guess, even though I'm not a school. So um, they really helped me. I said, I have this idea, like, would this work with you guys? And they've been super supportive. So yeah, they're wonderful. If any families are looking, you know, to start any sort of program, I would, I would highly recommend Wonder School. They're great. And then to find your program, if people Mm -hmm. want to look up your program, where should they go? Well, I would say like probably the, the Instagram is probably my best place right now to see rad kids in action. Cause a lot of times people will be like, what is rad kids? I'm like, mm-hmm. watch some videos. It might give you a better sense because sometimes I think it, people are like, what is this you're doing? Because it's so different and it's so broad. Mm-hmm. Um, but once they, once they experience it and witness it, they're like, oh, I get it. Like it's, it's like everything, you know? So, um, <laughs> so yeah, my, it is, it's like everything, it's everything. But everything all intertwine into one. <laughs> yeah. We do all the things I like to say. Um, so it's rad kids, um, in corp, um, on Instagram 
and um, I, I think you have the link to it. And then I have a website there. All my information is on there to get a hold of me. I'm really great about responding to people. So if people want to reach out to me, just DM me or my, you know, you can even text message me from there. I try to really, at this moment in time, I'm able to respond to everybody. I try to be very um, personal with everyone. So that's something I feel is really important is I want parents to know how much I genuinely care about their kids. And, you know, most parents have my phone number and text me and ask me questions. And we can, I'm really big in communication. I learned that through teaching. Like there's no such thing as over communication. (laughs) So yeah. yeah. And parents love you because you were recommended. uh, The reason I got your name was through Instagram. Mm -hmm. Someone was like responding like to one of my posts saying, Oh, you have to have Abby Hill Aww. from Radkins, right? And then I got a like another like, yes, yes, you need her. And Aww. I'm like, well, who are all these people? And who is Abby Hill? So oh, you are sweet. responding and you obviously yeah. are doing a lot for the community for them to even kind of nominate you to oh, do them. Yeah, no, I so appreciate them. And I feel the same way. I really have the most incredible parents and community. So I think it goes both ways. Like they know how much I care about them and their kids and their families and, and vice versa. They're so supportive about, you know, cheering me on and they want the program to grow too, because it benefits everybody. So it's like a win-win. Well, thank you so much for just everything you're doing. I mean, supporting these kids mentally, physically, academically, (laughs) and making it all fun. And Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's great to have someone like you on the show just to show how much we can do as parents yes. and just, you know, taking that passion and making something out of it and really helping a whole community. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lisa. I really appreciate you having me on. It's been awesome to get to know you and I love what you're doing. And I think, again, it's so important what you're doing for moms in our in our community to encourage and support each other. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. It is so inspiring when we see someone like Abby who sees a need in the community and mixes it with her passion for fitness, teaching, and her love for kids and creates an amazing program called Rad Kids. Come join us on our Facebook group where we can continue to connect and share our resources. And don't forget to be rad, resilient, adventurous, and determined.